I really feel like over the last few months is the wrong timeline. The last few years, uh, evidence-based practice has gotten a little out of hand. Um, and I want to definitely elaborate on specifically why that is and why I think we're kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. But first, if you don't know who I am, my name is John Flagg. I own Rebuild Stronger, a strength and rehab company for powerlifters and other strength athletes. I am here to give as much information as humanly possible to you guys so you can expand your knowledge on the sport, expand your knowledge on business, and expand your knowledge so that you can make your life a better, stronger place to live. So what I mean by evidence-based practice kind of getting out of hand, a lot of people have very quickly began to discredit observation and experience with evidence. And one of the big tenets of any evidence-based practice is to actually take all of those factors into account. We talk about the three-legged stool of evidence-based practice being scientific experimentation, observation, and experience. And a lot of people will take a study that has five participants and immediately discredit someone who's been practicing in the field for 20 years. And that inherently becomes dangerous because it's very, very easy to then discredit a scientific study that's a singular scientific study. Uh, especially when it comes to strength and conditioning and the exercise science field, as extensive as we believe evidence to be, it is still a very young area of science and also one that doesn't necessarily have the best credibility in some of the other harder sciences. So we have to keep that in mind when we're evaluating the evidence around things like strength and conditioning, strength training, and those sorts of things. Because one of the greatest limitations, and this was a mind-blowing moment for me, especially uh, on a podcast with researchers. This is one of the big things. We, with Clinical Athlete Podcast, we actually talked to the researchers. And we were talking to a strength and conditioning researcher on weightlifting and speed and power dynamics and on all those other fun things. And we asked him if he ever thought of using pain as a variable and he flat out said no. He said, it's too messy, it's not objective enough, it'll mess up my data and it's not something I want in my data set because it would make it too difficult to analyze all the things that I'm actually trying to analyze. So that's a big piece of reviewing science that we have to stay cognizant of and really, really dig deep into understanding. Okay, cool. What are the constraints of the actual research that we're sharing? Are they using applicable movements? Are they using a leg press in untrained individuals? And we're taking that and extrapolating it out to someone's squat because that's not gonna have as much carryover as we would probably like. Are they taking untrained individuals and working up to three or five rep maximums and we're taking that and extrapolating it into experienced lifters and one repetition maximums. Like as, as close as some of these things are, we have to be careful in painting all of those things with that brush and like saying, okay, well, this study says it, so I'm right. Uh, and that's the other piece is bias. Our own personal bias of what we wanna believe, what we've been taught previously and those sorts of things, they can contribute to our own analysis of the literature and the science which also is very, very dangerous because that's when you have to take into account all of the other aspects that come with evidence, which is observation and experience. Now, I get it. 
I get it. I'm going to have a whole bunch of people come into the comment section and say, John, what are you doing? Like, what is this? You're just a West Side fanboy. But I always do find it interesting. I'm going to use this as, as a direct example when we take studies that are a N of 10, right? The number of subjects are 10. And we use it to nullify the work of somebody like Louis Simmons, who had more world champions than that study had participants. We have to take into account the years of observation and years of experience that are brought into that because as Mike Tushira says, as I firmly believe, every single training block that you have is an experiment. Every single movement that you use and select and outcome that you get and every activity that you put and plug into training is all part of a grander experiment for you to get better and, and collect knowledge about your training process. And if somebody's done that for 20, 30, 40, 50 years and produced immense results, yes, are some of the things that they say maybe not claims that should be thrown out there? Sure. I'm, I'm not arguing that in any way, shape, or form. But can we take a singular paper or even just a, a small series of papers and raise it up like it's Excalibur to slay this demon? No, we can't. Because that observation and experience also has an extreme amount of value, just like that research paper does. So that's, that's where I feel like as an evidence-based uh, practitioner model, we've kind of gone astray and we've swung the pendulum too far on one side where we find a paper that fits our bias and we use it as a weapon. We use it as a sword. We use it as a way to shout out the non-believers where in reality, what we've done is we've kind of pigeonholed ourselves onto a one-legged stool that you're never gonna be able to sit on for an extended period of time, if at all. So that's kind of my take on it. It may not be a popular opinion, um, but do remember, please, that I'm not saying that scientific studies are worthless. They have an immense amount of value, and it is something that to this day I still consume on a regular, regular basis. Uh, but I, I've done enough of that to know that one singular study is not a body of evidence, and we have to be more critical of ourselves and our own ability to come through the research as it comes out to stay up to date as well as respecting those who've been in the field for an extended period of time and helped inform those questions that are being asked in research. So until next time, peeps, appreciate it a lot. Like, subscribe, do all those things that people on the internets tell you to do. And we'll talk soon. Peace.